Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. For Thursday, September 15th, I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I'd love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Mark, and he asks, I'm hearing from a few institutional investors that they're not making any decisions for at least the next 90 days. Some of the investments that they made back in 2021 have run into difficulty, and the investment committee is gun-shy about making any new decisions about new projects in the current environment. Given this feedback, would it be unethical for me to discuss the project with other prospective investors at the current time? Should I wait another 90 days for things to stabilize before holding any further investor conversations? Somehow, just losing 90 days for the sake of waiting 90 days doesn't feel like a good plan. What are your thoughts? Well, Mark, this is a great question. There's no question that raising capital in today's environment is more difficult than it was a year ago. Many investors are reeling from the rapid changes in the market, and some are taking a wait-and-see approach. These investors are looking for a period of stability, for a new normal to establish itself before making any major investment decisions. And I can't blame them. But meanwhile, as you pointed out, many of the predictions from 2021, when things looked all shiny and rosy, turned out to be inaccurate. But then, who would have predicted a fourth and a fifth wave of the pandemic? Who would have predicted a war in the Ukraine? Who would have predicted the disruption to global energy markets? Who would have predicted global food shortages? You could have easily predicted an increase in inflation. You could also have easily predicted the shortfall in energy. But those are all details that fundamentally don't affect the approach nor the timing for raising capital. The criteria for raising capital follows several important principles. I wrote about these in detail in my book, Magnetic Capital. There's five keys to raising capital, and when any single one of those principles is missing, raising capital gets very, very difficult. Those five fundamental principles are number one, relationship. You've got to have a relationship with your funding source. Number two is trust. And that's not just am I dealing with a trustworthy person. There's a whole psychological contract associated with trust as it relates to making an investment decision. Number three, what's your track record? Show me that you've been successful. Show me that you know how to handle things when the going gets difficult. Number four, you've got to have a compelling opportunity. And number five, you have to have alignment. The core of your question gets to that principle of alignment. And when I say alignment, I'm talking about matching the goals for the money with the goals for your project. The more sophisticated investors have a much clearer criteria for investing. They know what they're looking for in terms of control structure and tax consequence and risk and rate of return and investment size and investment horizon and so on. They have a very, very clear process for investing. The capital raise process only becomes unethical when you start violating your own investment criteria in order to get the project funded. It becomes unethical if you're hiding risk in your analysis that you would not otherwise accept in the project. The rules of capital raising ethically don't change with the market conditions. It starts with full disclosure. It means you need to disclose the risks. It means you've got to disclose your compensation. It's all about disclose, disclose, disclose. Each institutional investor might have their own investment criteria. Some will want to see an independent cost consultant provide an estimate of the construction cost. Even if you've got a firm quote, that cost consultant will determine whether the quote is realistic in their eyes, and the institutional investor might rely upon that. Other investors will have different criteria. 
Some will have a minimum investment size. It might be larger than your project. Some will have due diligence timelines and processes that don't align with your project timeline. Some may want active participation. Others will want to be purely passive. Some will want to see a liquidity event sooner and others maybe later. It's very easy to be influenced by an investor who says no to your project with conviction. It's a little bit like offering a steak to a vegetarian. A vegetarian might tell you all the reasons why they're vegetarian and why you should be as well. The steak is simply not a fit for that individual. But more importantly, it doesn't mean that other people don't like meat. And for that reason, I recommend you don't get overly influenced by someone who says no. I'm not saying you don't listen to them or take feedback from them. Because often you can get some very valuable lessons from feedback that you receive from investors. But not everybody is taking a wait-and-see attitude. There's no question the perception of increased risk is present in the marketplace today. Whereas a year ago, the risks were, they were always there. They're just not as visible. They were really not very different than they are today. We just couldn't see the risks as easily as we do now. Today, when you're speaking with investors, you would need to disclose the risks of higher construction costs, of rising interest rates, of city-imposed regulations that could cost additional capital for you to comply with those new rules. I do think it's a good idea for you to take feedback that you've received from investors, or perhaps objections that you receive from investors, and use that to strengthen your investor presentation. Maybe your project is recession-resistant. Maybe your project is not. You should disclose that. Or as a minimum, disclose why you think it is or isn't recession-resistant. So by all means, continue talking to equity investors. I want to thank you, Mark, for a fabulous question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.